There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at v the Sports Betting Network, v the v app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Skill Alexander, still to come this hour. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds, the Long Shots crew, rent out a segment of this show uh, as we talk to Dave Tyndall. An exorbitant amount of money exchanged hands and then renting out this segment. So that'll be on Long Shots, but we'll uh, do it uh, via a numbers game. We've we've done that before with Long Shots because we got to talk to folks across the pond. So this is the time slot, or at least the time of day to do so. So happy to do that. Again, Brady has me on a strict word count. Dare I not exceed that? And then uh, Andy McNeil talking about the uh, the four conference semis in the NHL. He's got thoughts on each of those. That's still to come this hour. Oh, and I uh, talk about my experience yesterday. I learned a little something again. In case you missed it at the beginning of the show, I learned a little something. I, uh, I, I did a parlay in December. I have no idea what my thought process was at the time. No idea. But one of the legs... Was the was the Christmas Eve Hawaii college football game that got canceled? So that leg went by the wayside. I hit all the other legs and didn't get paid the uh, this, the amount that I would have that I that I would when I put it in a parlay calculator. Almost got paid as much, but incrementally lower. Why? I couldn't figure out why. We'll get to the reason as to why I did not. I learned a little something yesterday via Jeff Stoneback at MGM, who runs the whole show here. Great catching up with Jeff as well. We'll talk about that coming up on the show. But ladies and gentlemen, from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert, we do this every Wednesday at this time. It's Mark Borchard, base winner. How you doing, Mark? Gil, I'm doing great. You teased me with this parlay thing, and now I, I don't know the answer. I'm going to have to listen. So so this is this is the fascinating part about it. You, Drew Densick, who was on earlier, not just me, We've all been around sports betting for, you know, 85 years. I don't know how long we've been doing this for. Probably, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and we, and so every once in a while you run into something where you're like, wait, why? And the once you find out the answer, you're like, oh, that makes sense. But, like, I couldn't figure it out on my own, and so we'll, we'll get into the answer to that. You have any idea, any guess, no? I have no idea. Like, to me, it's like you had five, you had five teams, one got canceled, now you have a four-team parlay, and you get paid on the on the – Whatever the whatever the payout is, should be that simple, right? Well, apparently yeah, not. Yeah. Apparently not. Wasn't the explanation I was given, and and, it, and the explanation actually made some sense to me. So again, it's not like they, you know, docked me thousands of dollars, 
but it was a incremental percentage at the top. So it, it's a, you know, anyway, I, I always think it's great when you learn something new as long as we've been doing this. So we'll, we'll get into that. And again, shout out to uh, Stoneback for spending some time with me going over it yesterday. Uh, who is retiring, by the way? Congratulations to Jeff Stoneback, who is retiring in a uh, little over a month and is going to enjoy the rest of his existence on Earth. I would give details as to what he's doing, but I don't know if he wants me to do that. Mark, uh, let me, uh, first of all, a new location for you here in, in your palatial estate. Where? What room is this? Now? No, I wish I wish I had this one. This is my father-in-law's house. And, oh. and uh, they, they, they go Philly and Arizona half and half. So... Uh, I was I was able to. They'd like me enough that let, he lets me use his office, which is awesome. Wow! Trust his son-in-law. Well done. All right, let's start with your picks of the day. What do you like today? Well, I'm gonna. It's it's kind of a no-brainer day for me, and uh, I'm gonna go with. I wanted to play the Yankees and Dodgers in a money line parlay, but I I can't get a line on this Dodger game, so. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to go a hell yeah, score some runs parlay or no, score some runs game with uh, with the Yankees, and uh, I'm going to play the over the team total. And I, I was showing four and a half minus one thirty. I've got the uh, the run projection at five point seven six runs for the Yankees, and just real quickly, I, the probability for me is minus one sixty on the money line. So I think it's a a no brainer and. We, we talked on the show. I, I do this Bet US show, and, and I think I thought the host TC Martin had a had a really good point. He said Spencer Watkins can't even spell his name. So uh, to me, like that 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 is, is is reason enough to play against Spencer Watkins for the for the Baltimore Orioles. But in all seriousness, I have him ranked 149th out of 150 pitchers. So that comes into the ratings. The Yankees second in baseball offensively. So to me, it's kind of a no-brainer go with the Yankees over four and a half minus 130 on the team total. Yeah, and every time the Yankees come up, I feel the need with you. I feel the need to uh, to shout you out again. Same guy, Mark Borchard, who gave us Robbie Ray 100 to 1, you know, in July last year to win the Cy Young. And we all snickered. Gave us, you know, when we talked about season wins before the season, the Yankees were at 91 and a half or whatever they were. And you had them projected for 98 wins. And we all kind of snickered again. The Yankees are 26 and 9. If you do the whole on pace thing, they're on pace for 120 wins. Not saying they'll get there, but your 98's looking awfully quaint right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's looking good. I mean, if you look at the starting pitching, they're just so talented. Like, and they're getting good production. I talked about this last week out of Cortez, who really doesn't rate that high in my ratings, but I'm a huge fan of Cole, huge fan of Severino. Bullpen great, offense great. I mean, they, they got it all, and I I just, I mean, I guess they're going to lose some games at some point, but, I mean, this this team's the real deal. It is the real deal indeed. Okay, so you are on the Yankees team total over. What else you got? The other, I'm going to do one other play today, Gil, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go with the, the Braves uh, as, a, as a slight underdog there, plus 113, and Hauser just doesn't, like he doesn't score well on the saber metrics, and I have him 145th out of 150 pitchers. And baseball hipsters go, well, how can you have Hauser rated so so terribly, right? But if you look at his his just now, this is one stat that I'd recommend. If you use one stat, you shouldn't use one stat, but if you do, it's K minus BB. And if you look at his K minus BB over the last 365 days, 
it is 237th in baseball out of 262 guys. So his strikeout percentage is 16.4, very low. Walk percentage 11.7, very high. These are bad things for pitchers. And so I'm going to play against him. You know, I, I don't mind this this Braves bullpen versus the Brewers bullpen. I, do, I like the Brewers bullpen a little bit better. Have them ranked fourth out of 150. Or, well, there's only 30 teams in baseball, Gil. So fourth out of 30 teams in baseball. And I've got the, the Braves ninth out of 30 teams in baseball. And uh, my advanced metrics like the Braves a little bit better than the Brewers from that three three metric swinging strike percentage, uh, expected walk percentage, and hard hit per nine. Yeah, and for those of us who have uh, spent a lifetime on fan graphs and are in uh, fan graphs uh, remission right now, trying to uh, wean ourselves off it through the years, yes, that those are again. Let's let's get into some of the weeds on this. When you talk about K rates and and, and uh, walk rates, what Mark just said, if if your K rate drifts towards let's say 15 ish you're getting in really bad territory uh if your if your walk rate is in double digits that ain't good every once in a while through the years a pitcher will come up on a slate of games where their walk rate will exceed their k rate it's one of these nirvana moments in in uh, baseball handicapping and those are uh, tremendous bets to make against players like that um and really the 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 closer those two numbers get to each other, your 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 margin of error narrows along with it. So uh, those are definitely, again, like you, you said it perfectly, you don't want to just focus on one stat ever. But if you had to, that might be a good way to go. What would you say, would swinging strike rate be up there for you as well? I love swinging strike rate yeah. because you can break down, uh, a, instead of having five strikeouts, you've got 85 pitches that you could score. So you can get... Uh, a larger sample in a shorter amount of time. And that's the main reason that I like swinging strike percentage over K rate. Uh, the, the correlation is, is similar, uh, but you can get a, you can get a, a, a larger sample in, in a shorter amount of time, which is great. So you can, you know, you can, you can score a guy over five or six games as opposed to 25 or 30 games. Give me a metric that you used to rely on and you used to swear by that you don't believe in as much today. Um, well, I never really use like, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, maybe, okay, I'll admit, I used K to K divided by nine instead of K percentage. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll confess to that. Yeah. But uh, that's probably it. I mean, you know, when we were talking back when, when it was betting dork, I mean, it was just XFIP, and, and you, can, you can make some money just doing XFIP, comparing it to ERA. In those and, days? Absolutely in those days. At FIP and XFIP versus ERA. Uh, e minus F, as we used to call it, right, was just a was just a great thing. Those days are so far in the rear view, right? Like, I mean, a decade at least. Yeah, you've got to do stuff. Like, I thought that your your observation was really astute. With the first inning, you're getting plus money with pitchers that are that are average to below average. And so, I actually did a little bit of research on that, and the numbers really kind of bear out that that's a, that's a smart idea, Gil. These, yeah, it you know that that's a whole secret sauce thing that that's. It's a fascinating way to bet baseball, a very instant gratification way. But I will tell you again, it's you hear a lot of things and people aren't quite doing it the right way. You and I should talk about how you how you're doing. I can lend you some of the stuff that I've learned over the years doing it. it so many ways to bet the sport of baseball, and some things still aren't priced properly as they should be. Uh, real quick before you go here, I ask you some version of this every time you're on. But based on your numbers right now. And your and your projected standings. Who's the most overperforming? Who's the most underperforming baseball clubs right now? 
Well, I think that the Diamondbacks, as far as the expected standings go, the Diamondbacks still are from their projected, uh, from their actual wins, 18 and 18, but based on their weighted runs created plus, expert minus, and defensive runs saved, they should be 14 and 22. So it's like 3.6 wins. So they're the luckiest team in baseball. Luckiest team. And unluckiest? It's the Mariners. They're 16 and 20 wow. uh, on the standard standard win losses. But if you look at their weighted runs created plus 113 expert minus a uh, 99 defensive runs saved, they've saved 15 runs. They should be 21 and 15. So they should be uh, five five more wins than they actually have, Gil. Okay. And is that something that's just banked and it's too bad it's over, or is that something that should regress positively then? I mean, I think you can interpret it in, in, in many ways, but yeah. to me, it's like what, using weighted runs created plus, X fit minus is a better idea than looking at wins losses. Yeah. Okay. Mark, always fascinating. Appreciate it, man. Yo, my pleasure. Mark Borchard, everybody. Base winner on your Twitter machine. Coming back. Oh, that thing I learned yesterday. And then some golf with Brady and Wes. Numbers Game Beast in the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it. Adam Burke with his MLB Daily Best Bets. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel. Best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, and Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through. The Stanley Cup playoffs will have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well. Not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only 59 United States dollars to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. We get tweets, we get we get texts. Folks wondering if it's safe to Martingale, the uh, Colorado Avalanche, and Carolina not to be swept. Maybe we'll ask Andy McNeil about that later. We'll just get Andy McNeil's thoughts about uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's interesting going around just anecdotally, you and I, Jeff, drifting out of the studio yesterday. Some folks had thoughts about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Some folks really believe in the Hurricanes to the point where they were willing to lay close to $2 on the Hurricanes against the uh, the Rangers. And the one, again, just anecdotally now, the one that appears to be the most split is the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. There are some folks who believe, I believe uh, Sweet Lou Finicaro being one of them, who believes that 
the Panthers are, he's all about the Panthers, we're, we're being told. But there's a lot of people who, and I, I may be in this camp, who are about, hey, it's the two-time Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. You really want to bet against that team? The Panthers camp, though, saying, can you really be motivated as much having won the last two Stanley Cup finals? I don't know if I buy into that. You? The motivation thing that, that somehow the Lightning would just not have that extra gear because of that, or however you want to phrase it? My biggest concern with Florida is you really winning anything of significance with Sergei Bobrovsky as your goalie, at least the this version of him? They shouldn't be here, man. Should be the Caps. <laughs> they shouldn't. They're, they're, Caps. They're, the Panthers are very talented offensively, though. We know that. So, And the Hurricanes are very uh, talented in the other series defensively. Yeah, the Canes, it, there's a bet to be made at this point, like if any sort of futures. I think the Canes, is the right, they, they're the right team, I think. But again, goaltending injuries could get in the way for them. Yeah, we'll see what Andy has to say. Andy had mixed results in the uh, pre-flop in the first round. He hit the Lightning. He hit the St. Louis Blues as a dog. Did not hit the Capitals, which he probably should have as a 3-1 to one dog. Didn't hit the Boston Bruins. That series, every home team won. And then he, the one I didn't play, which he also did have, he had the... Uh, was it the Flames minus the game and a half? Yes, he had the games minus the Flame and a half. Did you see the – I brought this up yesterday with uh, Wes. Did you see that Jake Ottinger performance by the Stars? Yeah, and I mean, he was the awesome day? the whole series. Oh, my God, was he good. But not enough because the Stars, like, you know, for every, for every million shots the Flames took, the Stars took two. Anyway, we'll talk to Andy McNeil later about that. So I, I teased this earlier. I'll tease it again. So, you, you know, you, you bet sports for decades – and you figure you've run into everything at some point. Well, you're you're never too you're never too old to to learn new things, or never too immersed in this to learn new things. And so, on the one hand, so so here's the story. So I did a I, I bet a parlay in December, and again, Jeff, it was a six leg parlay. I have no idea why I bet this, but I did. So on the one hand, the too cool for school crowd hearing that right now, like, you bet a six leg parlay. What's wrong with you? Yeah, on the other hand, as you'll learn from the story, maybe I don't bet enough parlays because apparently I didn't know that this works this way sometimes. So I bet this six-leg parlay. It was in December, the last leg of which was December 24th. It was the Hawaii uh, football team playing a, a Christmas Eve bowl game. And remember, that game got scrapped. Why did that game get scrapped again? COVID. COVID. Not the answer to everything. COVID. Do you know the strain that it was, Jeff, Mr. Mr. Smartman? Oh, you don't. <laughs> okay. So uh, so it was reduced to a five-leg parlay. And so I went in and I cashed it. And you know how you do the things when you, when you lose a leg, you, you typically go into a parlay calculator. It's the easy hack way of doing it. And you figure out, oh, this would be my payout. You just remove that, that particular uh, bet from that particular leg from the parlay and you get your payout. So mine was supposed to be, and this is months ago again, mine was supposed to be $7,942. $7,942, Jeffrey. You excite? So instead of giving $7,942, they gave me $7,832. So instead of $7,942, they gave me $7,832. So I was like, yeah, oh, you know, Christmas, what do I care? It's $110. But it's still $110, right? Anyway, I took the money. But I, I said to myself, self, file that away. Why did they take $110 off the top of that? 
and I couldn't figure it out. Anyway, then my dad passed away. My mind was uh, on other things, obviously. You know, in the new year, it's the football playoffs. I didn't really think about this thing. Anyway, uh, I think one time, to be quite honest, I think one time I made a trip and then I couldn't meet with... That, that's the thing. I went to, you know, the, the place where I made the bet at the Aria. Nobody there could answer the question, you know, and I, and I said, have you heard of this before? And one of the guys behind there, whose name I don't know, he's one of the few people that I don't know there, one of them said, yeah, I think I have heard this before, but I don't know what it's all about. So no one could really help me. And they all just said, you got to ask Stoneback. <laughs> that, was, that, were, that was their whole response uh, at BetMGM, proud, proud sponsors of the show. And I happen to know Jeff Stoneback because Jay Rude and I used to do a show. Jay Rude, the former vice president of racing sports at MGM, who's one of the greatest dudes ever, one of the smartest guys you'll ever meet. When Jay and I used to do the show with the uh, Dave Farah, Matt Brown production team over there at MGM, uh, Stoneback would fill in for Jay every once in a while. So I know Jeff. Jeff's the nicest guy in the world. And uh, again, congratulations to him. He is retiring. And so uh, all the best to him. But he, uh, you know, so I went yesterday after the show, Jeff, it, so for some reason it jumped into my brain about this parlay. And I'm like, oh, I should probably try to get an answer for this. Let me go down to Mandalay Bay where he's uh, stationed and let me see if I can get an answer. The person who ran the book there, a uh, lady named Gina, you know, at first when I approach, she didn't know me. She and and I'm sure she, you know when any and when any better approaches with some issue, their instinct is probably oh let me hear what this is all about. Anyway, within three minutes she was like oh that is an interesting question. I'd like to get to the bottom of that myself. Let me call Jeff for you. So he called Jeff. Jeff he said oh Gil's down here for you. So Jeff Jeff makes a you know goes out of his way and comes down, and he says here's what here's what the story is, not the story. That's my word. I shouldn't say that. Here's what here's what's afoot. Any guesses, Jeff, yet? Anything from you? Drew didn't know the answer to this? I, I'm not certain. Mark Borcher didn't know the answer to this? So it's not just me. What, is, uh, what did Stoneback have to say? I'm sure there's somebody out here listening who's like, I know what this is. So Stoneback said, well, it's not just as simple as removing that one leg from the parlay because two of your legs were minus 110s. I hope I'm doing this explanation justice. And so because there was multiple minus 110s, those go into the grid, the predetermined parlay payout grids. So now, for the same people who, are, who are, are thinking busting on me for making the parlay in the first place, apparently I've never done enough parlays in my life where this has ever happened, where you lose a leg, but you still have multiple minus 110s. So the minus 110 legs, of which I had two, those reverted to their predetermined grid. So instead of whatever the correct mathematical, right, of any multiple minus 110s, they have it predetermined. So like 13 to 5, right, in this case, right? So those two legs get treated differently than all your other money lines would be in a standard parlay calculator. This must be riveting radio to the non-sports betting crowd. I can just imagine. But anyway, just... Just to let you know, so the result of those two legs, again, not dramatically, right, but just incrementally took it down a notch because their hold is just that much more incrementally higher. And so instead of 79.42, the answer was 78.32. So if this, I hope it helps somebody who may have run into this or will run into this in the future where you're like, hey, wait a minute, why didn't they? Is this some part of some grand skimming scheme going on? No, it's not. That's what happened. I couldn't figure it out. 
Apparently Drew couldn't. Apparently Mark couldn't. But there's your answer. So there you go, Jeff Parlay. Has that ever happened to you before? Never? No? If it has, I didn't notice. I even called it a Jeff Parlay. I said, I have a Jeff Parlay, Jeff Stoneback. Could you help me with this thing? He was like, what's a Jeff Parlay? I was like, never mind. Just a parlay. Anyway, congratulations, Jeff Stoneback. He is retiring. Uh, and he is, uh, well, I will say, he's going to, I think he's going to follow the Rolling Stones around the world for part of that, for part of Europe, <laughs> for a few months. He's a huge Rolling Stones fan. Good on him. I would do the same thing, you know, if it was like Frankie Beverly and Mays, if that was your thing. That's what I'm doing. All right, we'll come back. I uh, hope that helps somebody. We're coming back. Long shots. Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds. We're going to talk to Dave Tyndall about the PGA Championship Southern Hills. Dave Tyndall does his thing, which we had him on before the Masters, where he does his his formula, like I do with the NCAA tournament. He has his formula, the criteria he puts in. It produces the name of one golfer. We will find out who that is and how he's betting it. And then Andy McNeil on the uh, Stanley Cup playoff conference semifinals, his plays, where he has plays on any of those. It's on the way right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on a numbers game, just like the man said, it is Gil Alexander, and it is time to convert the show to the greatest golf betting show there ever was. Long shots. Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, kind enough to jump in this morning. How you gentlemen doing? Good. Good How are you? It's great Major to see you. Major week, baby. Got Major. Love PGA, Southern Hills, Tulsa. Uh, we look forward to talking to you guys, obviously, on the podcast about every aspect of this. Uh, the reason that Brady and Wes are here for Long Shots, obviously, is the uh, the time of day because we wanted to bring in our gentlemen, and there are time zone implications, so I'm happy to accommodate. Uh, it's our buddy Dave Tyndall from Betfair. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter at Dave Tyndall Golf. Dave, good afternoon to you, sir. Uh, hello. Good morning to you, I guess. Yes. Good morning. It is. I, yes. Listen, yeah, let's we've just, worked this out. Yes, absolutely. Let me just start with the, the obvious question for you. You always write this piece uh, for every major. You have your 10-year trends piece up at Betfair for the PGA. Uh, you tweaked the grading process, as you and I discussed, prior to the Masters. And the system has spit out for this week's PGA, Scotty Scheffler, you had other notables uh, in your top 10, John Rom, Jordan Spieth, Morikawa, JT, Xander Shoffley, uh, many of the shorter shots on the board this week at Southern Hills. Basically, how have you have you translated all of that into bets? Yeah, so I've just looked at the world rankings and picked the winner. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, thanks for joining us, Dave. Yeah. What a system, eh? Yeah. It's picked Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... I went with a, it's basically, it's based on frequency. So 10 year trends, 10 things have happened, are 10 years to go on. So if something has happened seven times in those 10 years, a player who fits that scores seven points. Something that's happened three times, a player would score three points. So for example, age, this has been a good age for a good, so good major for 20 something. So seven of those have won in the last 10 years. So anyone 20 in their 20s would score seven points. Nationality, it's been a good major for Americans. Seven American winners in the last 10 years, so they would score uh, seven points, Anyone, any American golfer. You can see where this is going with Scheffler. He, he's, he's obviously a 20-something American. World rankings, always a big one uh, for this because um, it, it does really sort the, the top guys out. So in the last 10 editions of the 
USPGA. We've had five guys who were in the top five in the world rankings. So, you know, this is, again, it's all pointing to Scheffler. Winning form in 2021-22. Again, this is a really uh, popular trend. Seven times in the last 10 years, the PGA winner had already won that season. Again, Scotty Scheffler. The reason I... I put this out last week. The reason I've had to change it a little bit is because um, one of the one of the factors was current form. So players would have to have had a top 20. So I didn't know if they would have had one by then. Uh, so Scotty Scheffler played last week. As it happened, he did have a top 20, which bumped him up a little bit. And then another one, uh, uh, the amount of times a player has played in a PGA, um, it, it tends to go to someone quite early on in their PGA career. So Colin Morikawa won it first time up. Um, Phil Mickelson, he ruined every trend basically last time, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, we you know we're looking overall, it's a trend on absolute. Uh, so yeah, um, nine of the past 10 PGA winners had already had a top 20 in the event before. That was a good one for Mickelson. Actually, he did actually help out with that one. The, the the trouble obviously you've got is it moves around. So so how do you then rate Southern Hills? At the time of writing, the best I had to go on was, was greens and regulation because we've had other majors there. We had the 2007 PGA with the 2001 US Open. We also had a seniors major. And the best stat from across those was greens and regulation. I think all three of those winners, Tiger, Retief Hoosen, Alex Jaker, had finished fourth in greens and reg. So I used a, a kind of ranking system whereby anybody ranked in the top 25 for greens in regs scored eight points, 26 to 50, seven points, 51 to 75, six points, and down and down we went until the guys who were way down the rankings only scored a point. So you put all that into the system, and then, as you say, it spit out Scotty Scheffler. Dave, once again, thank you so much for joining Long Shots. You've been with us uh, since the show's inception, four years running now. Um, we've seen some changes to this golf course. Gil Hance, uh, of course, coming in in 2019 and making some adjustments. Um, we know anytime we're playing a major championship, it's going to take the full arsenal of skill sets to come out as a champion. But what were some of the areas that you figured you need to emphasize the most? You mentioned greens and regulation. Is it iron play? Is it short game? What do you think is going to be the most important attribute for what will be a winner eventually on Sunday? So again, going off a player quote. So I think Justin Thomas said it tests every facet. So the all around ranking is a good one specifically for this course. But the, I think the strongest trend that's emerged in the last week or so is is chipping. All the comments of you've got to chip well around these shaved these greens that have shaved off areas so the ball can really be flung um, quite a long way away if you don't hit the target. So I've been looking at scrambling strokes gained around the green. I think if you've got a hot short game, um, it's always good, isn't it? I think the best chippers want those clean areas to chip from. Anyone can hack it out of greenside rough and take the chance. The real skill comes when you're chipping off a tight lie. So Victor Hovland, for example, he's 210th and last, isn't he, in, in strokes gained around the green, which is just crazy. But we kind of see that in his play. It's, you know, in commentary always here, you know, he's not the greatest chipper. He, he was quite honest, actually. He said he does better chipping out of rough. And it's a bit of a challenge for him uh, to, to chip out 
to chip from these tight lies. So I think it, it definitely guys with a hot short game. I always think that's a good thing for a major anyway. But I think particularly on this course, I think you've got to you've got to you have that wizardry around the greens definitely. Dave, uh, last year, Southern Hills did host the senior PGA championship. Obviously, the tee boxes moved up, and I think it only played like 68, 68, 900 yards. Alex Shaka won the event. But judging from the comments of the players, you were getting a lot of shots that were rolling off the greens. I mean, if you're just one or two yards off, these are going to roll back down, and then you're going to have a 40 or 50-yard pitch shot. So did you look at the senior PGA, or are there any other courses that you could kind of look at as correlations with Southern Hills? Yeah, it looked a little bit at the PGA, that seniors event, but obviously the yardage is a lot shorter. Um, so, yeah, the greens in reg stat did – did carry over from pre-redesign in that Jacob was fourth for greens in reg, as were the other two winners, Tiger and Goosen. But yeah, other correlating courses I've seen, uh, Colonial, um, because you've got Bermuda chipping areas onto bent grass greens. Shinnecock has come up as well um, for those shaved off areas, windy conditions as well. Uh, so they would be two of them. Augusta National, I think, is an obvious one where you really do have to chip the ball well. And I did just check out Victor Hovland's around the green stats at Augusta National. 52 players made the cut at Augusta National. Victor Hovland was ranked 52nd in around the green. So mm. it did play out, I think, there. So, yeah, I think some of those courses, Shinnecock, um, Colonial, definitely Augusta National. I've seen a few as well for Port Rush at the Open in 2019. That had these sort of raised greens on higher tiers. So there's a few courses we can go at, I think, yeah. Dave, we've got a couple questions left, so real quick here, I'll ask you mine. Who are, who are you comfortable fading this week? Uh, any notable names that you, you think might struggle, either because of current form or not a good fit for this course specifically? Yeah, you've added the word comfortable fading there. If, you, if I could just say fading, I don't know if I'm totally comfortable. I think I'd have to go against Victor Hovland. I know he's the local guy, and that's a, a positive, and I know he drives the ball well, but I think the chipping will find him out. I don't think he'll mean, you know, he'll miss the cut, but it could well mean that, you know, you take him on in a in a match bet against someone, you know, similar ranked, but with a, with a lot better short game. All right, Dave, just right. about 30 seconds left. We're going to give you a foursome. If you're going to run to the window, your top four guys to win the PGA championship, what four are you going with to uh, hoist the Wanamaker trophy? Yeah, so I've got to go with Scotty Scheffler. I've got to, you know, go with the trends. Uh, for that. I do like Hideki Matsuyama. I think uh, he's three of his last four wins have come on past 70s. I like that stat. Um, played really well in the Byron Nelson last week. I mean, Jordan Spieth, could you devise a better course for Jordan Spieth, really? A little bit of room off the tee, similar to Augusta National, won at Colonial, great form last week. And Spieth always does well in a major when he's had a good prep the week before. Some players don't. Sometimes they burn themselves out. Spieth loves to fling himself into a major off a, off a really good result. Um, the pre Oh, and right there we lose Dave. <laughs> he didn't get his fourth player out. Oh, no. So Hideki, Spieth, and Scheffler. You'll have to add that later in the podcast. Yeah, we'll have to find out who was fourth. This. All right. We almost made it to the end. We almost well, got well, there. We can also get his column. Dave does a write-up at Betfair at betting.betfair.com. So he did write up this tournament earlier in the week. Excellent. And you can follow him again uh, at Dave Tyndall Golf 
on the old Twitter machine. Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, a long shots, friendly invasion on a numbers game. Brady, you'll be here tomorrow to talk uh, more PJ. Yeah, we'll, we'll do our Wednesday thing as well. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Good Thank luck you. with all your bets. Golf's second major of the year. We'll come back. Andy McNeil on the Stanley Cup Conference semis next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program. Featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get tweets at beating the book. Bruce Dobigan. Anyone who thinks the Tampa Bay Lightning is uh, complacent after two cups needs to ask the Maple Leafs. They took Christmas away from Toronto. Yes, they did, Bruce. Ben Handorf, hey, Gil, don't forget to ask Andy to give you the proper maritime pronunciation of the letter R and hear him go full-blown pirate on you. LOL. <laughs> we'll ask Andy about that momentarily. J-Rod, any uh, tennis picks today? I didn't hear any, but uh, uh, yeah, I had Bernarda Pera, but it was well before the show today. That did win. That was my only play of the day. Again, these are lesser tournaments before the French. P2 Fabrication, I think I pulled a brain muscle on that explanation of your parlay. <laughs> Russell Smith, great explanation, but was the reduction solely due to the multiple minus 110s, or would that happen if there were different multiple numbers that were the same in the parlay? It was because it was the minus 110s, specifically. Uh, Taco T-Bone, Vegas T-Bone, when you told your parlay story and commented it's not a parlay skimming story, reminds me of getting a check from Canner Gaming as they were skimming people on parlays on the app. Do you remember that? I do. I do indeed. Alan Harris, Big Cat Sports. Uh, talking about the parlay, he said, this would happen regularly when I was at Aria. They aren't paying true odds on their parlay table. You could have a six-teamer with a few minus 120s mixed in. it pay more than if all six were minus 110. Once they all aren't minus 110, the system actually does the true odds. That's a that's a good explanation as well. Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's nothing not kosher about it. Let's be clear. This is just how those are handled. And then somebody else, T. Alexander the Great, he said, Gil, there's nothing you hate more than being ripped off by the book, is there? And he goes on and on. I go, it wasn't rip off. 
It wasn't a ripoff. I just wanted an explanation. But yes, <laughs> in general, not having to do with this story. Yes, that's true. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from, uh, from north of the border, it's Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler. How you doing, Andy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, bye. But, you know, all this traveling I've been doing in the last couple of days, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. And, uh, you know, head's not screwed on, right? But uh, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Round two starts tonight, right? Wow. Wow. I think I understood all of that. How you doing, man? Let's so start. You guys, you guys, you guys want an axe, and I can't just, like, uh, yeah. just, 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 <laughs> it has to come out all the way. Or, yeah. uh, or I don't know how to, I don't know how to, like, specifically pronounce things the way I'm, <laughs> I apparently pronounce them. But, uh, but yeah, it's, <laughs> you have to let it, you have to let it all come out, right? Jeff, it has to come, <laughs> Jeff, it has to come out all the way. It has to come out all the way. <laughs> all right, let's start. We have limited time, and we've got four series to get to. Let's start with the two banners behind you or the jerseys behind you. I don't even know what that is. I guess there are two jerseys on each side of your screen there. It is the Battle of Alberta. First time since 1991 that the Oilers and the Flames are at it. The Flames minus 200, the Oilers plus 165 on the series. How are you approaching that particular series? Well, I'm going to start by stitching those jerseys together, you know, and wearing them around town, <laughs> but... Uh, no, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's going to be a wild one. I mean, I, I was three years old uh, the last time the the Oilers and Flames met in the playoffs, so I've never actually seen the Battle of Alberta uh, in its in its truest form. Um, I'm 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 on the Flames big time. I, I think they should be priced closer to minus two eighty two eighty five, um, and uh, and they're not. They're they're down around wow. what, minus two hundred minus one ninety at some shops. Um, this is a, a pretty big mismatch in my opinion. Um, they've got a, a much better situation in the net with Jacob Markstrom. He's just coming off. Uh, obviously, Jake Ottinger stole the show in the in the first round series, but sure um, Markstrom set a new franchise record for the highest save percentage in a playoff series uh, by a Calgary Flames goaltender, and he's a, a Vesna candidate. He's been great all season long, um, and uh, and the, you know he he gives the, the the Flames a big edge over the Oilers and, and Mike Smith, who was fine in round one, but. Um, as is a, is as about as in, inconsistent as they come, and uh, you know, Drysaddle is is another big concern for the Oilers. He he was banged up midway through that series. He's dealing with what looks like a lower body injury, maybe a groin or something. He couldn't push off that one side, uh, and and he wasn't totally ineffective, but um, it's it's been pretty hard for him to get to the areas of the ice. Uh, and get there quick enough for him to make a, a big impact. Uh, he had nine shots on goal through the first two games of the series versus the Los Angeles Kings. He only had uh, eight shots in the next five games, and um, that's very uncharacteristic of him. So if the Flames are able to, um, you know, kind of box him out and take him out of things, uh, then, then it'll be up to McDavid. And we know that Connor can do great things. He, he really put the team on his back in that first-round series. Uh, but the Flames are, uh, you know, a top-10 offensive team. Uh, or a top five offensive team. Sorry, they're uh, uh, um, arguably the best team on on defense. Definitely, I think the best team on defense in the the Western Conference. And it does hurt that they've lost Chris Tanev, uh, and his status for this series is is kind of up in the air. But um, yeah, Calgary. I think they should be a, a much bigger favorite than they are. And uh, and I'm on the Flames to win the series. And he play on Game One tomorrow night. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a bet on the Flames, and I, I think I laid minus one fifty four. Uh, minus 160. Okay. Uh, widely available. That's. Um, I think they should be priced uh, closer to minus 180. 
Okay. One. We got we got about sixty to ninety seconds on each of these because apparently somebody had to read tweets, Andy. Uh, so also tomorrow night, Rangers and Hurricanes, which now Andy can tell the difference in the pronunciation between Hurricanes and Hurricanes. Uh, the uh, the Canes are the favorite. They're about a minus one eighty ish series favorite, but close to two dollars actually in some spots uh, on this. I just anecdotally again minus two hundred. We're showing plus one sixty five on the Rangers at BetMGM coming back. You like the Hurricanes here at this price? Um, no, I think they. I think it's an appropriate price. Okay. Uh, the Rangers were badly outplayed by the Penguins. Um, Hurricanes still don't have Frederick Anderson. We don't know if, if he's going to play in this series, so the Rangers should have an edge in goal. But uh, no, I've got a price closer to minus one eighty five in favor of the Hurricanes. And no play on Game One tomorrow night. No. Okay. By the way, all my Caps fans, friends, all they said was, well, at least the Penguins lost. That's all they could, could, could muster up. All right, tonight, doubleheader. We begin with the Lightning and the Panthers by, in some people's opinions, the most intriguing, certainly the closely lined of all these series. Panthers minus 145. Probably shouldn't have gotten by the Caps, but they did. And then there's the Lightning, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs who broke the hearts of everybody in Toronto. Plus 120. What do you like here? Yeah, so Florida was the best offensive team during the regular season. They scored over four goals per 60 minutes, but they they didn't score at that rate uh, against the Washington Capitals. And they didn't dominate Washington either, uh, you know, with just over 54% or just about 54% of the expected goals uh, through six games. And it's going to get tougher for uh, for Florida in, in round two in terms of, the goaltender they're going to be facing. It's not going to be Ilya Samsonov or Vitek Vanacek. It's it's Andre Vasilevsky who seems like he found his game late in that series versus the the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, but I, I still like the Panthers here. Uh, I, I've got it priced closer to um, minus 185 or minus 190, I believe. Um, mm. And uh, and I think I think it's a great price. Uh, that that's a really good price comparative to to what I've seen out there. I've seen the Panthers as high as minus 170 on the the series line. So. Um, I, I, you know, Tampa Bay, they, they're the defending champs and, and, you know, we've got to give them the benefit of the, of the doubt, but I don't necessarily think that, that the offensive game that the Panthers are going to bring to this series is, is in the lightning's wheelhouse necessarily. Um, and, and Braden point, I mean, he, he got yeah. hurt in game seven yeah. uh, and, and he's not going to play in game one. And it looks like, uh, it looks like there should be a lot of concern about his availability, uh, for the whole series. And he was a big contributor for the lightning over those last two playoff runs and, They'll miss his offense for sure. Sure has been a huge contributor. So big conviction on the Panthers and the, uh, and the Flames. You like the Panthers in Game One? Did I miss that? You like them in Game One as well? Uh, no, I think there's a quite a bit of a discrepancy. Yes, there is. You know, between how the 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 series is priced and how Game One is priced, and I like the series price uh, okay. a lot more than I like Game One. Series and Game One Flames, series Panthers, and then finally Avalanche and Blues. Obviously, this is the biggest mismatch in the market uh, in terms of the numbers. Lanch after the sweep minus three fifty here against the Blues, who you were on in the first round successfully. Yeah, and, and it was a fifty fifty matchup with with Minnesota and, and St. Louis. Uh, I don't I don't think the, the the Blues are all that much better than the Predators. Obviously, Nashville didn't have their starting goaltender, um, but uh, I, I I don't really have a whole lot of betting interest in this one. I think the the a fair price for the series is around minus one or sorry minus three sixty minus three sixty five something like that for the Avalanche. So I probably won't end up uh, backing either team here. Okay, well, that was big time conviction though. Again, Panther series. That's tough, fading the uh, lightning, but I hear you. And then Flames series and Flames in game one, that one tomorrow night. Andy is still recovering from the accent. That was outstanding. Well done. All right. Take care, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Andy McNeil at Digital Gambler. 
uh, on your Twitter machine, who has uh, been flying back and forth all over Canada between uh, Alberta, or Edmonton specifically, and Toronto for the first round. So we'll see if uh, his uh, whirlwind continues the rest of the postseason. I imagine it will. Enjoy. The Lombardi line is next. Good luck with all your bets. Right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.